So a few years ago, I stayed at a friend's house in Connecticut, and I noticed that he had a very fancy clock. It was a word clock. So it was this square thing that had a bunch of letters on it, and it would light up, and in words, it would tell you the time. So it would say, like, it is quarter to eight in words. I said, dang, that's a pretty cool clock. I, I like that thing. Uh, so I said, where'd you get it? And it turns out that it's made by a company called Clock2 with a Q. And it's made in Germany. So I came home and I looked it up on the internet. And I found Clock2 and I said, man, these things are expensive. It costs a lot more than I thought. I mean, I figured it would cost like three or 400 bucks, but it costs like 1200 bucks. And I had to decide if I wanted to spend 1200 bucks on a clock when I have the time on my phone. Okay. So I talked to my wife about it and this is, this is one of these personal finance things I talk about all the time, but she says, look, it's your money. We keep our money separate. So she's like, it's your money. If you want to buy a $1,200 clock, that's up to you. So I said, I really like the clock. I think I'm going to get it. So, and we had the perfect spot for it in the living room, like right next to the mantle on the shelf where all the pictures are. Like we had the perfect spot for it. I measured it out and we've had the clock. I bought it. We've had the clock for about seven years and the cats haven't destroyed it. <laughs> it's in perfect condition. So the way I look at it is instead of buying a $1,200 clock, I've been spending about $175 a year for the clock, which comes out to about 50 cents a day. And I think that's pretty reasonable. And the other thing about the clock is I'm going to have it for the rest of my life. I mean, it's going to last forever. So I'm going to have this another 30 years. And then the cost just gets to be negligible. So... I'm a saver and I don't spend a lot of money on crap, but when I do, I spend money on stuff that's high value and lasts a long time. Stuff that's very durable, things that you're going to have forever. I don't spend it on cheap crap. Okay. Like a watch, like a luxury watch is going to last forever. Um, that is the type, that is the type of stuff that I spend money on, you know? And that's one of the reasons that I was big into Toyotas, because Toyotas just last forever, and they have good resale value. Now I don't like my Toyota. I, you know, it, it's it's an annoying car, but I've had it for five years. I just went over a hundred thousand miles. I'll probably get it up to about one hundred and fifty, and then I'll trade it in, and I'll probably get like fifteen thousand for it. Like it's a really good deal, you know. I also like, in terms of cars, I like Maseratis. Maseratis are cool cars. But the problem with Maseratis is that they depreciate faster than any other car. And I don't know why that is. But if you just Google cars that depreciate the fastest, Maseratis will be top of the list. And I don't know why. But that's not the kind of car I want to get. I don't know if it's because of maintenance issues or what, but they depreciate like crazy. So I'm probably not going to buy one of those. And then sometimes I go to Target and I'll be in the checkout line behind somebody 
and they have like $350 of crap in their cart that's all going to end up in a landfill in 12 months. And I'm like, that is that is not the way to do it. You know, I mean, if, if you're going to spend money, spend money on good stuff. It's all going to end up in the landfill. I have philosophies on buying clothes. You know, when I buy clothes, I intend to wear them for a long time. I intend to wear clothes for seven years. And generally, that's been my track record. I, if I buy clothes, I wear them for seven years until I get too fat. That's the... That's usually what <laughs> that's usually what does it in, you know, and they have this thing called fast fashion nowadays. They have like Zara and Forever 21 and stuff like that. But they're very cheap clothes that you wear like five or ten times and then you throw them out. And I just philosophically disagree with this for a whole bunch of reasons. Like, first of all, it just creates a lot of waste. It ends up in the landfill. It's just meh. And second of all, like you want to like you want to buy clothes that last a long time, you know, not just something you're going to be throwing away like two months later. I don't get it. You know what else lasts forever? Books. Books. You have people with thousands of books and you can read them over and over again. You know, I still have all my books. I have a library in my house. It's not even full. I have a lot of books. I get books all the time. I used to say that about CDs, um, but you can't even get a CD player anymore. I have a collection of about 700 CDs, and I can never play them again because they don't make CD players anymore. So the conclusion is don't buy cheap crap. But let's shift gears from talking about goods to talking about experiences. Like what about going on vacation? I am all in favor of spending money on experiences. And I'll give you an example. Let's say you're in lower Manhattan and you're at the Freedom Tower. You're like, gosh, I really would like to go up to the top of the Freedom Tower to the observation deck, but it costs 30 bucks, so I'm not going to do it. That, that is insane thinking. That's insane thinking. Like, if you're there, 30 bucks is nothing. Just, just go up there. You will remember it for the rest of your life. You know, it's a, it's a really good thing to spend money on. Now, let's say you have an opportunity to go to Greece and it's going to be 10,000 bucks. And to that, I would say, you know what? There's cheaper ways to go to Greece. Um, you can do it on a budget. You know, the last time I went two years ago, I did not do it on a budget. I had a great time, but you can do it on a budget. So I would suggest finding a cheaper way to get there or go camping. Camping, you've heard me talk about camping before. Camping is the best thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world. Like, it costs like $15. <laughs> and you get to eat hot dogs and marshmallows and go fishing and sleep on the ground for 15 bucks. It's lots of fun. There's nothing like it in the world. And by the way, the last time I went camping... It's been a while. It's three years ago. It was in this. It was June of 2020. That's when I got the idea to get my MFA. So all good things come out of camping. I'm just not a fan of camping when it's hot. You know, like screw that. Like it's. I'm not camping in the summer in the South is the worst. So just not when it's hot. National parks are pretty cheap. I was talking to 
I think it was my brother who was saying he went to Zion National Park or Arches National Park, got to see the arches. Yeah, the admission was probably 20 bucks. Like, you can't beat that. That's where people go with the family truckster. You know what else is cheap? Minor league baseball games. Not major league baseball games. Major league baseball games are super expensive. The tickets, at a minimum, are 100 bucks a piece. You're spending 600 bucks by the time you're out of there. You're buying $70 sweatshirts and all this stuff. It's, it's terrible. You can spend a fraction of that and go and enjoy some minor league baseball. Minor league baseball is the best thing in the world. The tickets to the game here, it's the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, it's the Cubs affiliate, it's a low A team. It's 20 bucks. Now, when I moved here, it was 11 bucks. <laughs> now it's 20 bucks. It's still incredibly cheap. It's super cheap entertainment and it's so much fun. Movies are also cheap. You know, as long as you don't load up on the concessions, as long as you don't load up on the candy and the popcorn, the candy and the popcorn will kill you. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you just get the tickets and don't buy candy or sodas or popcorn, I mean, the tickets are like, at least around here, they're like 12 bucks a piece. I don't know what they cost anywhere else. Maybe in New York, they're like 20 bucks, but around here, they're 12 bucks. It's pretty cheap entertainment. And you can be like the old people and go to the matinees. You know what else is pretty cheap? Going for a walk, which is free. <laughs> I like going for a walk. We have around here, we have something called Brook Green Gardens, which used to be a rice plantation that was converted into a sculpture gardens. It's very pretty. My wife and I like to go walking there. It's we have a membership. It costs 100 bucks a year and we go for a walk and it's it's great. Or we can just walk around our neighborhood and that's free. So I would say that TV is cheap, but my cable bill is $240 a month. And we're talking about giving up the cable because that is a lot of money. My TV costs me $8 a day whether I watch it or not. We don't watch a lot of TV. We watch the local news and the national news and Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. And that's pretty much it. We watch TV for like two hours a day. And the rest of the time, I'm on the MLB network watching the Yankees. So I don't need the cable for that. So reading a book is cheap. You get 10 hours of entertainment for about $2 an hour. $20 book, $2 an hour. That's about as cheap as it gets. So here's a takeaway. Buy quality stuff and get cheap experiences. You know, I have a travel agent friend, and he's terrific. But he's always wanting me to spend $2,000 a night on hotels. And I'm like, dude, that just does not make any sense. Like, I'm just not getting $2,000 of value on that. Like, I just, I'm not going to spend $2,000 on a hotel. So, I'm like, you're out of your mind. So, anyway, thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.